like a melanated gentleman. Podcast. My name is Spencer, and I'm one of your hosts on this podcast that we do and that we enjoy. And today, it should come as no surprise that I'm joined by the other two members of the League of Melanated Gentlemen who have come here today with some, you know, a little spice today. A little heat. A little heat. This is Brandon. And of course, I'm Jordan. Now, if you've been here before, then you know exactly what we're going to say, and hopefully you're already a part of it. But if it's Mm. your first time, or if you haven't yet, Jordan is going to let you know where you can communicate with us, talk to us, and, you know, just have, have a good time with us. Yeah, so, you know, we are on social media, and we are on YouTube. We are on uh, Twitter or X, you know, we are on Instagram and we are on Facebook. You can join it. You can find us everywhere at the League of Melanated Gentlemen podcast. Uh, you can also type in LMG podcast. I believe that will also bring us up everywhere. Um, but also, yeah, be sure and, you know, join our Facebook group. Hit us up on Instagram. We love talking to people and we love going back and forth and debating with people. Uh, it's one of our favorite pastimes. So, yeah. Also, don't forget to rate and review us on, you know, whatever streaming platform that you use, whether that be Apple, Spotify, or, you know, whatever. If you use a random one, I'm sure we're on there as well. So be sure, you know, rate, review, subscribe to our YouTube channel. You know, you can listen to our episodes on there as well. And yeah, that's everything. Um, Now, time for some uh, schedule updates. So Wednesdays, as always. Brandon is dropping a new episode of Wrestling with Worldwide Willis. You know, that is his uh, his podcast where he talks, you know, wrestling, what's going on in the world of wrestling, the different fights that's going on, uh, the different battles, you know. They, they probably don't call it battles. And, and yeah, it's matches. But, well, uh, 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 you know. I did some grace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, close enough, close enough. Yeah. Close um, so, yeah, he, he lets you know what's going on in the world of wrestling. So then on every other Friday, we should say, um, Spencer has his pot, his review podcast known as, uh, DC animation with Spencer and friends. So yeah, be sure to check those episodes out. Um, if you love the DC universe, love DC animation, um, be sure and check those out and you can find all the movies actually on max. That's where that's basically where all the movies are right now. So yeah, you can take a look, you know, go watch one of the movies and then go check out Spencer's podcasts. Yeah, that is everything. Indeed it is. So, today, every episode is special, but uh, we have a special episode for you. Um, As I'm sure you know, there are some very hot takes on this podcast. Um, The three of us have been known to, you know, say some things that are not popular with the people. Um. (laughs) Uh, the Urban Dictionary would call them hot takes. Um, things that, you know, the general public do not agree with. Things that go against what the majority opinion is. Now, there are some people uh, that have called Jordan a walking hot take. Mm. Uh, I honestly think Brandon got worse hot takes than me, but, you know, that's fine. Well, of course you think that. Yeah, that was, <laughs> of course. <laughs> And, and and so what we've done, because we all know that we have some very hot takes, and we've decided to dedicate an episode to it. So today, 
this episode is just going to be our hot takes. We have all come up with, you know, very true opinions that we have that go against what the majority of people think in, I won't necessarily say the nerd space, but in the spaces that we occupy. And so we are going to, you know, just go through and talk about some of the things that we think that we know everybody else disagrees with, generally speaking. And uh, yeah, you can tell us who you think has the hottest takes, who you think is wild for thinking what they think, who you agree with. Jordan has already told you where you can tell us that. Mm -hmm. And so without further ado, I think that Jordan should go first today. Mm. I, I'm I'm good with that. Uh, I do think one of mine is it. I'll just I'll just get into it. I'm gonna just go in the order that you know, they came into my mind. Uh, so yeah, let's just get straight into it. So my first one is um, we don't want diversity in our MCU movies or superhero movies. We just really want better stories. So what I mean by that is I don't need a black Superman. I don't need you to make every character, you know, uh, race swapped. I don't need that. Give me better stories. Like this is, I don't want to see diversity. And this, mm, this might be controversial coming. I don't want to see race swap. Now I don't necessarily mind gender swap. If it is correct in the story and the story can cause for it. One of my biggest examples of this is Legion. Legion, the television show that was on FX, uh, Shadow King was originally the bad guy in the show, but the woman who uh, auditioned for it killed everyone else in audition that they actually changed the role and made it for her. For, for her? For her. Man, where's the heart? Um, yeah, so that right there was like a perfect example, but then we have an example on the opposite end. Obviously, the big one is Taskmaster. He was an, he's an amazing character by himself, but the story was bad. The character choice was bad and the way they portrayed the character was bad. I don't necessarily mind that she was a female. They just did a bad job. Well, then that, that doesn't really speak to your point because your issue wasn't with the fact that Taskmaster was female. Your issue was with the fact that Taskmaster was done badly. Uh, Because if a dude had done that same thing, it would have been just as bad. Like a dude being in that situation wouldn't have made that any better. So I wouldn't call that an example of you having an issue with a change they made. Good point. Good point. That's fair. Uh, Johnny. Okay. Johnny Storm in Fantastic Four made no sense. I, I didn't want that. I don't think anybody wanted that. I don't want diversity. It's fine. Now that one, <laughs> you're right. Because like his Johnny and Sue are brother and sister. She's still right. white. Right. Right. What are we doing? Right. Like that give, that one made no sense. Give me give me the better stories and create create characters that are black, are Asian, you know, are Hispanic. Create those characters and make them great. Don't change our predominantly white characters to fit some box that we don't want. Am I wrong for the hell out of this take? Am I am I wrong for this though? Am I am is am I wrong for this one? I don't think this is a necessarily a hot take. It is a take, and some people, for some people, this is an extremely hot take. Now, so, you know, for me, no, no, you get like for me, for the most part, I agree. Um, I'm even like gender because to me, 
just like diversity to me, like your gender changes your story a lot for me, because like that also means you maybe have a different struggle than the other person. Right. If a if there's a black Anakin Skywalker. OK, now his, change, his story changed a little bit. Right. You go through a different experience. If it's a girl, her story changes a little bit. Right. So like. I'm even including like gender into it, like. I'm cool with changes if they enhance the character. I'm cool if it enhances the character, right? Like, just like we talked about with Magneto. Like, if they redid Magneto and he was a black kid and he was going through the Civil Rights Movement and he got traumatized through all that, like, that enhances the character to me. No, you know what I'm saying? I don't think so. No, that doesn't uh, To me, it him. does. He to has to keep does. his story. You have to keep a Magneto story. Yeah. I mean, it could be fine. German, you, have to keep, you have to keep Magneto It's a good story, story but like... German. If you change it to a black kid and he was going through some 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 other struggle, it's not going to decrease it by any means. I I think the only issue that we're starting to get into is if Magneto keeps his same story, that makes him a hundred years old almost. And right. with that, I think they may change it, or they'll set it in a different time period. Right now, the X Men timeline is fucked, so it doesn't right. matter. Right. <laughs> it's really whatever. But I think that if they do change it, then that would be why they change it. So they would give him an updated version of a story. Um I don't I don't have an issue with diversity. Uh, <laughs> That'd be clear. Yeah, like, so, so, let the Spencer's record trying reflect. To, uh, yeah, he's trying, to, he's trying to get away from us. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to distance. But I do agree that I don't need unnecessary changes to check boxes. Mm -hmm. The Eternals. Because I lean more toward just make me a new person as opposed to changing someone who already exists. Right. But changing somebody who exists isn't necessarily a problem for me if it is done well. So... I'm good with changes. I'm good with them deviating if it's done well or if it's done right, in my opinion. Because there are a lot of changes that have happened. Because once upon a time, I was a comic book purist. I would watch a movie and be like, that's not right. That didn't happen. No. Like, I was doing that. Right. And then I eventually got to a point where it's like, well, actually, this shit's kind of good. <laughs> and... While that's not what happened in the comics, I like the changes that they made. And so now I look at them as their own independent thing. But, you know, I still know what happens with the source material. And I'm only mad if they deviate, if it's bad. Like, if right. it's good. Yeah, like, if it's good, then I'm like, cool. I'm glad that you made these changes. Like, with uh, Thanos, for example, that was a yeah. good change. Like, his really character, was. like, that was, I think that was the right move, was making that change. Right. Um, changes that don't really mean a whole lot don't bother me Um, because you know sometimes it'll be a change that is like whether they changed it or not didn't really make a difference mm -hmm. yeah Um, so like, like like not using Atlantis that didn't bother me Same. because to, like to me that made no difference that's like a small trigger for me I <laughs> That is, we, if we remember, we're, yeah. Yeah. that's why I brought that one up because I feel like that's one of the examples of you being like, We don't need inclusion, we don't need diversity. Leave him from Atlantis, the imaginary yeah. land in the water. <laughs> no, it's a real place, it's not imaginary, it's a real place. Okay, um, 
we don't know what Atlanteans look like as far as race, but I think that that was an enhancement to the story, giving Agreed. them some cultural relevance and connecting them through colonists. I, I I think that that was a good move, an enhancement. I liked it. I'm glad they did it. But, you know, for you, it was an issue. Because had they still called it Atlantis and kept that same story, like, it would have it would, that wouldn't have changed. I'm much. like, oh, that's amazing. I was like, look at the graphics mm-hmm. in Atlantis. Oh, good. Not Wait, ta- not so you're saying if they would have called it Atlantis, given it a still a Hispanic, like indigenous um, background, like story and things, you would have been cool with that. I would I would have been completely fine. So so you're saying to me, Talocan was literally your only problem. Yep, that was literally my only problem. The end. Like the word, other than the that, word. You're, it, yeah, the word. That's a hot so take little, too. Yeah. It's just imagine racist, just imagine if they call Gotham City Gothamville. That's not that doesn't make a, that doesn't make a difference, thing. right? That's not a one-to-one comparison, though. Not the same thing. And how is it how yeah. is this not a one-to-one comparison though? They added culture. Therefore, if I add culture and then I call it if I add, if the town is called freaking um I don't know, Cornyville, and then the whole town is full of black folks. And Hispanic folk, like it don't make sense. Like Atlantis, and then you got a bunch of indigenous, um, uh, Latino people. It doesn't make sense. So, so okay. You... So yes or no? Yes or no for you guys? Gotham yeah. looks exactly the same. It's still Gotham, dark, dirty, blimps everywhere. But they call them Gothamville. Would y'all be triggered a little bit? Yeah, I would. If they change the thing for no apparent reason. Also, Gotham is. Very close. That is DC. That is DC. Every everywhere the every place you go, that's DC. Atlantis is literally used in almost any nerd. <laughs> like like DC created Gotham City, right? Like that Atlantis is a is... that is its own property. But okay. Atlantis exists outside of comic books, and with the indigenous elements that they added, calling it Atlantis wouldn't make sense. Yep. So the we change fits the story. How? We don't know what Atlantis looked like. It could, it could, it no, look, uh, no, not like what it looked like. The name, uh, yeah, the name, oh, like oh, it oh. being called Atlantis, wouldn't make sense based on uh, the culture of people that we're dealing with. Right. All Atlantis is, is very, very European. Atlantis over Talocan. That's all I got to live with. Okay. Um. Needless to say, so. yeah, diversity is <laughs> not an issue for me. Yeah. <laughs> he still distances himself. <laughs> I think that if it's done well, then I'm good with it. But I don't, I don't need unnecessary change because there are a lot of things that they've changed. I'm like, I, I don't hate it necessarily. But I need that. Like making in Supergirl, uh, they made Jimmy Olsen big and black. I didn't need that. Oh, I didn't mind that one. I was like, I don't. I'm not offended by it. It doesn't bother me, but I didn't need it. Jimmy Olsen could have stayed small and redheaded. That's fine. I did not need a black aerial. Um, but I agree. I don't I I don't hate it. I'm not bothered by it. It's not an issue for me, but I did not need a black aerial. Um and then there are some characters who don't have discernible race and mm-hmm. they just, you know, change things up, and I'm good with that. Lex Luthor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say Lex Luthor or even um, the bad guy from Guardians. 
uh, Guardians Three, the like the high we saw him black. Yeah, high illusion. Oh yeah, like yeah, we saw him black, and I actually didn't mind that. Yeah, like him right. being black didn't make me a bit of difference. But like Kang, for example, Kang is blue. Anybody yeah, right. who's mad about him being black can shut the fuck up because he's <laughs> yeah. blue. Starfire right. is orange. Anybody who's mad about Starfire being black can shut the fuck up because right. she's orange. Right. Like you, you're mad that aliens aren't white. You're mad Star Wars people. Whoa, 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 oh, whoa. Yeah. Hang on, hang on now. If we're talking aliens now. Superman is technically an alien. Yes, now, if he they is. make Clark Kent black, are we gonna feel some type of way? I don't know. Oh, black Clark Kent. But he's okay. he is given a white um characterization, right? You're right. Comes to You're Kansas, right. lives in, you know what I mean? Because like, I just want to be devil advocate. That's all I want exactly. to do. Because like, there are in a lot of things, there are aliens that are just white people. Mm-hmm. Like Viltramites. They're just like Viltramites are just white people. Yeah. yeah. Um, not just, but you know, I'm right. sure there are other. They will sprinkle some others in. I'm sure, but um, <laughs> the on the planet Viltrum, they're white. Um, squirrels are shapeshifters. They can be whatever they want, just like Martians. Martians are shapeshifters. They can be whatever they want. Um, but like, yeah, aliens. They don't. It doesn't fucking matter. But <laughs> for people to be mad, for anybody to be mad. At anyone in Star Wars being black, because nobody Makes seems sense. to have a problem with Lando. Nope. I assume nobody has a problem with Mace Windu, but anybody else black, we mad. Why? Yeah. Why are you mad? It makes zero sense. Zero like sense. And okay. so, uh, I don't have a problem with diversity. <laughs> I just like uh, a candidate on a on a, panel, on a debate panel. I know you think somebody got a gun on Spencer. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I just want to. I just it's not an issue for me. But I got you. okay, okay. I'll go next. Okay, um, Brandon, as usual, you go last. Of course, I'm used to this. <laughs> I'm used to this. Um, so one of my hot takes that probably isn't super hot, like lukewarm, maybe. Um. I like Blade Trinity. Blade Trinity is regarded as one of the worst movies out there. Mm-hmm. And yes, there were some weird effects in that movie. <laughs> but I like Blade Trinity. And I guess I get why people don't like it and why it's regarded as trash, but like it's not that bad. It, uh, what do you what do you think it's ranked in the three movies? Uh I mean, it's definitely three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's three for me for sure. Yeah, because I can't, I can't just say that it's better than Blade One or Two. Yeah. Um, it's definitely not better than the first Blade. Right. Um, but I wouldn't put it like super far behind the second one. Okay. Like I don't think there's just a gap there. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I don't. Uh... Again, I get why people don't like it, but like it's not that bad to me. Yeah. I'm sure that we all have a movie that everybody hates, and we're like, yeah, it's not it's not terrible. Oh yeah. I'll say the addition of Ryan Reynolds, like I Ryan Reynolds I, is why I really like it. See, and that was <laughs> he he was one why I didn't really care for it. Like see, it's, it's yeah. all right. I loved him in that movie. That's the movie where I knew he was gonna be Deadpool. That was a cool homage, but it was just the execution killed me. Yeah. Didn't bother me. I was fine with Triple H being in there. 
Oh yeah, forgot about that. Jeez, I was fine with that weird fucking dog. <laughs> yeah, yep. Trinity. God, now you remind me how bad I think it is. <laughs> and I was like, now, I get it. I know why yeah. people think it's ter- like when I watch it. I'm like, yeah, I see. I see why people. Uh, right. I see how people have an issue with this, but I don't hate it. And so, most I mean, of the things that are regarded as terrible, like I'm right there. Yeah. Like fucking Morbius. <laughs> I mean, just, now, if you now, if you would have been like Morbius wasn't that bad, that would I would have yeah. been like, what, what are we doing? Like, what? No, we're not. No, doing... you, I have gone on the permanent record multiple times, expressing my disdain for that trash ass movie. Did we do a review for that? I uh, did a very brief. It was that's very right, and that's right, that's right. Okay, I remember I, you, you it stating even... it the first time. Didn't even get a whole episode. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I mean, it's always fun, especially now. Like, think looking back, it's like, damn, I miss seeing, you know, Wesley Snipes' Blade, you know what I mean? And seeing, like, those action scenes and all that. So now I probably have more of a fonder thought on it, you know, just having nostalgia and being like, damn, you know, we didn't see, we won't see Blade for another how many years. So this next one comes out. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's definitely a, I would say that's a hot take to me. I respect it. I respect okay, it. Yeah. Um, all right. I was my hot take. Um, this is sort of a hot take, sort of. I believe in Infinity Endgame, Captain America should have been the one to die, should have been the one to snap instead of Tony, and Tony should have lived. Now, I say that because what is the first thing, one of the first things we see with Cap in that amazing movie, The First Avenger, um, we see that he jumps. <laughs> I was just waiting for y'all's reaction. What happens <laughs> when the. No, I'm going to let you go. Yeah, we're going to okay. let you yeah, this me, is, this Yeah, we're going to ISO. This is, uh, this is, oh, this is so stupid. All right, keep going, Brent. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm one of the first go. things, first things we see with the young Steve Rogers, what does he do? A grenade is thrown out. He jumps on top of it. He sacrificed himself for everyone else. We can make the same parallel that should have been in Infinity Endgame. I believe Captain America should have been the one to sacrifice himself. Now, did it enhance Tony's character? Sure. like Because we know that that's not his normal move, right? He's not usually the guy to sacrifice himself for the others. But I think it would have more aligned with, more aligned with Cap. And I think it could have led to Tony still being alive, which would have, I think, alleviated a lot of the crap the MCU is running into today, where they don't have an actual star or a number or a face of the MCU right now. And I think if the, Tony was around, think of like in the comics, Tony's always mentoring or helping a younger Avenger, right? You saw with Spider Man, he's done it with Ironheart, plenty of other characters. It would have been dope to see him do that. And then we can go back to Steve and be like, he sacrificed himself for the greater good, for human, for the human race. It makes sense. I mean, one, we're gonna talk about how the first movie was trash, and first, the first time first we seen him, not trash. We first time we seen him he getting his ass beat. So I mean, that's kind of appropriate what happened in game because he was getting his ass beat. So, was he, or was he standing up to the entire army? Uh, I no, mean, he was, he was standing up a little bit, but then what happened? He got his ass beat. Cap is Cap is the reason that 
we got everybody back. Yeah. Like he's Cap is the one who held Thanos off long enough to get the on your left. Right. So I disagree mm-hmm. with that. Now, as as far as your assessment on the first Avenger, um, I'm in between you two. Definitely not an amazing movie, but definitely <laughs> not trash. That's just trash. Um, okay. I would say that's yeah, that history in it. Iron Man was the one who started everything. He has to be the one to end everything. Uh, but honestly, why? Cap was a, I mean, Cap is the Vegeta of the MCU. You know, Iron Man is Goku. Everybody want to see you know Goku make the big play. Everybody want to see no, Iron Man make the big play. No, they don't. No, they don't. Not, not, not me. That's because you're a Vegeta was... fan. I know, but I'm saying Vegeta had more of a character arc. Vegeta, like, he went through the full arc. So who had a better arc, Iron Man or Captain America? That's a good question. I, I would you, look... You took too long. It's it, you, it's you, Iron you Man. Yeah, you didn't you did, want to yeah. say Iron Man? You're right. Because if I mean, it was Captain reason... America, you would have immediately said it, but at Iron Man, we watch Iron, Iron Man. Man go full circle. We watch him get to a point where he is willing to sacrifice himself for the greater good, knowing what he's leaving behind. Right. True. I mean, it's more of a comparison. Like you said, Iron Man is Goku. I would say Cap is Goku. Iron Man is Vegeta. He started out as... No, he didn't start as a villain, but he didn't start as a good person. And then I'm he, as, far as, as far as like Vegeta Goku, like Vegeta is number two in the series. Captain America yeah, is number two in the series. I don't know about that, but all right. Uh... I don't think there is a one or a two in the MC. I don't think there's a one or a two in the MC. Like, how I is think, Iron like, Man not one? Bro, you're acting like Iron Man was the hottest shit in the world before Tony Stark touched him. Like, what do you mean? None of these characters are it, relevant. It, Let's just be honest. It, it, you were before right, but it doesn't. From 2008 until when that movie came out, 2018. From 2008 to 2018, Iron Man is the hottest character in Marvel. I don't in agree MC, with that. MC, MCU wise, MCU wise. I would argue that it's similar to Batman Superman. Like, who's the main character in the league is kind of up to yeah. interpretation. It is. Because, you know. But they, as far as the DCEU is concerned, who is the hottest character? That's, there's, and literally, Superman's more popular, like, like merch and all that stuff. No, it's not. It's not that clear. Like, as far as the movies are concerned, Batman is way more important to the story than Superman. I mean, yeah, just the movies. But I'm talking. That's that's what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying. Just the movies, though. But I'm saying we're just just talking MCU, though. You're you're saying that I think that for for DC we have a big three like uh, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and I would argue that for the MCU, like we have like a a big like a duo at the top, and then it goes down from there. But I would argue as far as level of importance, they're equal, if not in the same tier. They must be Absolutely. 51, 49 equal then, but no. Okay. Iron Man is how relevant how relevant was Iron Man 2 and Iron Man 3 to the MCU? Characterization wise, it built it did a lot for Iron Man wise. It didn't do wise, a damn. If it if those two movies didn't exist, we'd be like, okay. You you wouldn't have got any of the technology that came out of two or three. Well, guess what? If you don't have Winter Soldier, you don't have Civil War. Like you that, just, if you don't have you Civil just wiped War, away two of the best movies you've ever had and major introductions with um with Black Panther, with Spider Man, 
with all these other things, right? Like that's a the again, the Captain America, we all know the Captain America trilogy is the most important trilogy in MCU. And yeah, it's a pivotal moment. And there's a reason why Kevin Feige was like, all right, let, I'm gonna put this on the back of Steve Rogers. I'm not putting this on the back of Tony. Like, we, like, I'm not putting it against So what did Winter Soldier 2? I'm Winter Soldier 2. Captain America 2, Winter Soldier. What did it do to push the story forward in MCU? Because I, I agree with you. Civil War pushed it forward a lot because you get the introduction of Wakanda, Black Panther, Spider-Man, uh, the heroes fighting against each other. Like all that play, it had pivotal moments and it had ripples throughout the whole MCU. Right. What did what did Winter Soldier do besides introduce Bucky? It introduced Bucky. It laid oh, the, the foundation. Yeah, this Kobe records introduced the foundation of Civil War, which is essentially you know, well, one of the foundations which was Cap didn't tell Tony that, you know, his best friend murdered his family. Um, like, and he didn't do it. He was obviously brainwashed. Uh, Black Widow set her up in a different way. Like, yeah, it, it made a big difference. But Black uh, Widow was set up in Iron Man. I, I would say that... Or just looked she at was revealed in Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. You might, uh, write, you might write about that. I would say Winter Soldier also does the heavy lifting for Hydra's involvement. Thanks. That's true. Okay. I get that. I forgot about the whole Hydra thing. But Hydra wasn't really for some reason in MCU, Hydra wasn't really like doing it. I don't understand what was Hydra's whole thing in the MCU. Unless I'm just forgetting. Like what was what was the point of them being around? Besides just being secretly controlling stuff that we didn't even really know about. Or am I tripping? I think that Agents of Shield was supposed to yeah, be I didn't better watch it, and have so. a heavier hand right. in but, that. But in Hydra, but I, but I watched again, it. I think that we have talked many times about uh, the MCU's poor utilization of villains, and Hydra might just be another example of like poor or underutilized. Yeah, I don't remember what the body was even around, but. They yeah. were trying to do the normal take over the government, run the world, shadow, shadow. Yeah, it was very. Well, we only saw that. Oh, my bad. Going? No, you're good. Like it wasn't done. It wasn't done to the capability of we seen the comics with you know like, extend right because they only really took over something in, in what Winter Soldier. That's like the most we saw, like for real, for real, of Hydra. Um, but yeah, it didn't go very far after that. Because is is Hydra is Hydra responsible for Shield kind of not being a thing right now? Yeah, because we yeah, found out because they infiltrated them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they so infiltrated they, Shield. They did infiltrate and disband one of the most important organizations that held the world together. Yeah, that we started out with in Avengers, the first Avengers. So and I mean, I mean I, we've seen more Shield. Like she has been in more movies than Hydra was. Yeah, yeah, that's because right? Shield's the good guy, and we keep up with Nick Fury and stuff. Yeah, yeah. okay. But yeah, to me, Cap should have should have should have no. finished it off. Yeah, as far as your main take, I firmly disagree. Um, I do see where you're coming from as far as doing it so that Tony can continue to be in the MCU, mm-hmm. but. 
I would argue that you wanting Tony to still be in the MCU and being okay with Cap being gone speaks to Jordan's point that Iron Man's more important. Oh well, so I would I would be okay if Cap was still here. To me, if Cap was still here, it would be just as vital, just as important, just as he'd be the face of it. It would work out just fine. I do, but think, I do, I do think, think Cap should stay. Yeah, like I think either way, e- either one of them are so important and so good as characters. To where if either one of them, st- we shouldn't have lost both in a matter of one movie. Like, yeah, and it shouldn't honestly, I mean, it could be said that the MCU's current condition is because we lost them both. Facts. Um, you could because you, yeah, there's there's nobody in that same tier right now. Yep. The only person that was gonna get there, unfortunately, passed with T'Challa. Yeah, but yeah, uh, and they they had to pivot, but. I mean, right. we're still like they're I think they're trying to get Doctor Strange in there and no. Yeah, poorly executed. I think Spider Man could be there, but he's just Spider Man's on his own journey. Like he's yeah, he's, he's not at the leader. He's team. by himself now. Right. Yeah. And yeah, like he's a baby. Right, exactly. And so he's a baby leading babies at this point. Yeah. Right. And so if Spider Man gets there, it's gonna be a minute before because we, we saw Tony grow over time. Right. And so, exactly. like, it's it's a situation where there are a lot of people who are, like, ready for it right now. And it's like, no, you got to wait mm-hmm. because it took them, you know, four or five years to get to Avengers from one person. Yeah. So that's what's lost on people, I think. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that instant gratification and people wanting it right now. And the right. fact that we've had it means that people have expectations now. Like, all of that is the issue. Yeah. I think. But Jordan, Jordan, what you got number two? Yeah, so actually, I actually just changed my number two. Um, I didn't want it to be too controversial with my original wording of it. Um, <laughs> good. Yeah, sorry. Is it I, contra- I, controversial is why we're here, right? Yeah, man. That's yeah, a hot take you already said fuck diversity. Yeah, yeah. This one, this one was might have been a little bit too much. Um, <laughs> Okay, so Even now when me. you say it, I'm gonna read into how words it could possibly yeah, like, be. I, I I wanna, I'm gonna think about the original wording. Right. Yeah, it, I changed it completely. We we might have to talk about it off air about this one. <laughs> this one this one might have been too much. E fourteen classified. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. That one might have been too much. Uh we'll talk about it later. But my number two now is um people who claim to be uh people aren't really anime fans, they just want to be included. And what I mean mm. by this is I I'm gonna let you ice people. on this one. I talked to a lot of people who say they like anime, but they really don't be about their life. They they might have watched a couple Dragon Ball Z episodes and <laughs> just watched Naruto, and that's it. But they so, claim to be big, big anime fans. So if you're gonna gatekeep, uh what are the <laughs> parameters? A little bit. What are the parameters that make somebody an anime fan to you? How many anime do they need under their belt? Or what so, animes do they need to have pack. seen? Like what what is how do you go from you ain't shit to okay? Yeah. They need to not have only watched Dragon Ball Z in Naruto in Attack on Titan. They need to like watch, you know, some B list anime, some some anime out there that's not, you know, big what, name brand that's out there. What if they've only seen like Avatar and like well, first of all, they, if they told me they watched Avatar as an anime, yeah, I would I'm coming out the gate, I, like get out my face. I'm, oh, I'm gonna real? have a problem with that because Avatar yeah. is not an anime. Yeah, what? it is anime inspired. It is not anime. Okay, 
The Boondocks is anime inspired. It is not anime. Uh, which I've actually been rewatching here lately, and it is heavily anime inspired. Oh yeah, Teen um, Titans is anime inspired, but it's not anime. Um, right. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, I come into people and, and constantly they be like, "Yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big anime fan, and I love anime. I collect anime stuff." And they be like, "Oh, okay. What you into? Oh, you know, Naruto and Attack on Titan. They just named two things. Like, what? Whoa, whoa. I mean, what, those are those are the big popular else? ones. Um, right." Right. I mean, so that's my thing. You're, they're only hopping on it because it's a trend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're talking about people who don't understand the scope of anime. Just like there will be people who say they're fans of Marvel and only have watched certain MCU movies. I, I And I thought about going that way, but I feel like that's super basic. I feel like it's one of the ones that we might talk no, about that, all the time. But, but that's, that's a yeah. thing that people do. Like, people be like, yeah. oh yeah, I love Marvel. It's like, what, what do you, tell me what you know about Marvel? Yeah, that means I like MCU. Yeah, you say that. those are yeah. those are different things. Yeah, and right. so I, I think that people get in that same boat, but I I think it's just a matter of people not really knowing how expansive anime is. Like they were told these things are anime, and they were like, oh yeah, I like those things, but. That's why I asked the question of like, at what point do you accept somebody? Because it sounds like if they've only seen three mainstream things, right? They, they don't not qualify. Really, yeah, they're not really tapped in. Like so you that. need you need uh, fans that are listening. You need four anime to qualify. Your starter kit, yeah, and at least okay. two of them need to not be mainstream. Let me get some other ones down there. Let me get some Dead Man Wonderland. Let me let me get Ooh, some anime. Dead Man Wonderland that's a, was a good one. That's what I'm saying. Let see. Not a lot of people would have known that. Not a lot of people would have seen that. Like, let, let me get some other stuff that's not that popular out there. Or on High School Host Club. Oh my gosh. Yep, I watched it. I <laughs> did. Watch uh, I watched it on High School Host Club. Uh, I watched High yeah. School with the Dead. See, see, that's what I mean. See, we know Spencer is an anime fan because he just name dropped some other anime that people's not the Dragon Ball Z, not the One Piece. It, if you watch One Piece. And you kept up with it, I might give you a pass. Like, let's say you started watching. That's that's heavy. Right. Tell me you started watching One Piece in middle school and you still keep up with today. I might give you that pass. If it depends on what other shows you you got to back it up to. But yeah. But I mean, I'd I'd be fine if you got like an Inuyasha sprinkled in there, Yu Yu Hakusho, um, even a Gundam. Yeah. But Veroni Kenshin. Like, if you just watched what was on Toonami, then I would you'd still qualify in my opinion. You I might be old that. school. You might be an old school uh uh casual grandfather then. Yeah. yeah. And that's fine. I agree with that. Uh because this... for a lot of people that was that was it. No, it really was. That's my introduction to it. Like that was a my brother was huge in anime and he first started showing me like tsunami at random times in the night. You know what I'm saying? Um but this is this is gatekeeping. I, I low key agree with. I, I, I'm a proponent of this type of gatekeeping. Whereas, because I one of my hot takes had to do with anime, and uh, it touches. <laughs> I, it touches. I have a feeling yeah. I know where that's going. <laughs> uh, since we're on anime, my next one will be anime. But oh, go okay. Ahead. Go ahead, Spencer. Uh, well, hopefully you don't come after me for because this is a mainstream anime. Okay. Um, I think. That Sakura should be the main character of Naruto, based on the theme of Naruto. 
moment of silence for those who just died <laughs> hearing Spencer's <laughs> comment. That is wild, Spencer. That is wild. You don't believe that. Stop. No, I do. Stop. Because Stop. the whole the reason I feel that way is because the whole theme of Naruto, uh, the whole thing that they try to drive home is that no matter what you're born into, hard work and dedication will ultimately get you there. So don't let your right. circumstances define your situation, right? Sakura mm-hmm. is the best example of that because, well, Sakura is one of the best examples of that because she, like, whenever we see Naruto, we see him as, you know, a little homeless boy in an apartment who was, like, essentially abandoned by his parents and the village and everybody hated him and all that. Uh, right. We find out that Naruto is not only, uh, you know, the child of two of the most powerful clans and families that the show has but also a reincarnation of some fucking gods from (laughs) the past and it's like so naruto along with having the most powerful tailed beast inside of him is set up to be the goat like everything was beautifully laid out for him he was given everything he needed from the beginning to be the goat and that goes against the whole concept of the show whereas sakura started from the bottom and now she's here it's like sakura was trash absolute fucking garbage (laughs) and by the time we get to boruto she is in that same goat conversation of course because of you know being the main female character in the way that she's written they write her up to be absurdly ridiculous um but we watch her go from being useless to being one of the most important people in the village as far as keeping everybody in a good situation. And I think that, again, with the theme of the show being um, don't let your circumstances define you, let your character and hard work be what leads you to the promised land, and don't count yourself out because of your circumstance, but know that hard work beats talent every time. Sakura is that Naruto's not. Mm. When you when you put it like that, mm, got him convinced him. I will say there's a better character than Sakura that fits that 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 boot too. I just can't now, get let me tell you, Sakura thing. Please, right there. Yeah, I say I'd say Maito, Maito guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, because, yeah. I'll say either one of them is right there. Yeah. Um. And uh, oh, Rockley got hoed. Uh, Rockley got Gohaned almost, but um, I felt uh, no. I think Neji. I think Neji got Gohaned. My God, I Neji was my favorite character for so that, long. That was I. I cried on that. I and, almost cried. I should say. And Neji was super ironic because Neji lived both sides. Neji was not born in the main family, and so they basically said, "You ain't shit. You ain't never gonna be shit. You're not the lead of the head family." And so he was like, "No." I'm going to be better than the head family. And that motivated him to be better than Hinata, who was in the main family, which he was. And then also, whenever he fought against Naruto, he said to Naruto, I'm a genius. You ain't shit. And then (laughs) like, so Neji lived on both sides of it, which was weird to me. But yeah, Neji was my favorite character for a long time. But regardless, I would say Might Guy really does live that because Might Guy's dad as far as being a ninja wasn't shit. Right. And 
So he really came from nothing. Bro, he like, put them hands on Madara. Yeah, but that's the thing. Maito got to the point where he would have won if uh if Madara didn't have plot armor for him. Like yeah. <laughs> crafting uh yeah. Hashirama cells on him and being dead and all that. Like he he's the one who was like, no, I would have finished him. And yeah. he would have gone out too if Naruto didn't have, you know, plot yeah. armor. So anyway, but I would um, say I want to say, but back to your original uh, argument, though, for real, though, I, I 100% agree with you that Naruto definitely had like a genetically advantage. Like he was always going to be the one, his parents, he got to tell B's place inside of him. Obviously, Sasuke was a prodigy as well, came from, uh, well, he had reason to become like way greater. Yeah, but, but I do, I will say, I do agree that Sakura, she is definitely the hardest working one out of the trio. Yeah, because right. she was she was given the least up front. Right. And as far as like the the gap that needed to be cleared, she that was, that was a huge cleared, gap. She cleared the most uh she yeah, she, she got close to the line. Let, let's say she yeah, she got close to the She went from line. the lowest to the highest. Like right. her yeah, the margin um, the margins was good. Her, her her learning curve was the steepest. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I can agree with that, but I, I just can't get behind Sakura being well, and that's because the that. show made her trash. But that's, yeah, that's like right. in in my opinion, like the show based on the theme that the show tried to force on us, like the show should have been about Sakura because she embodies the theme of that show, and Naruto really doesn't. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Man, that was. That was a great episode of anime podcast. I, I wish we had one of those, but um, <laughs> that was that was really good. I would say that still, will that I think that one will get the people talking, and that one might be a clip. That one might be a clip yeah. for Instagram. I'm curious to see what other people think. Yeah. Well, good thank point. you. Hopefully, it doesn't stay hot. <laughs> yeah. uh, good convincing. I don't even know these characters, but I I, I was with it. I was with it. Um. All right, my next hot take. To me, Lucasfilm is better, is doing a better job than, or is, cares more about the characters than Marvel Studios. And I say that because the execution, obviously what Lucasfilm is putting out is amazing right now. Like they, they're hitting all cylinders, right? Like uh, Mandalorian, Ahsoka Smash, Andor, like, Bad Batch, all these different things they're putting out, smashing, right? Uh, Obi-Wan's good. Like, it's still some... Boba Fett was not well-loved, but it's still a success for the most part. Um, But I just believe Dave Filoni gives me the feel who's running... Him and Jon Favreau give me the feel that kind of Kevin Feige had at the beginning of the MCU, where it was like, yeah, we can venture off and do our things and still stay creative but for the but we want to care for the actual storyline that's being written and if we don't have any comic material to go off of we still make something that kind of aligns with what the character is and it just seems like the mcu has kind of like even secret invasion we talked about it they made a show that had literally nothing to do with secret invasion Right. Like that, like, and I'm not saying they have to be tied to the comics, 
but literally it was almost like a um the 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 title of the show was totally different than what we actually got you know what i mean and yeah. the execution was poor it didn't seem like they cared about it, it seemed like it was more like uh let's just put the show out for samuel you know what i mean give him a show give him his thing whereas lucasfilm is like no nah, we're not putting we're not throwing anything just out like right like if they give you something you know it's cared about you know it everything lines up the, the, if, if they have a saber like i was watching ahsoka and Ahsoka at a young age had a different saber at one age than she had at another age. Like all those little details are taken care of. Like that, none of that stuff is missed. Where I feel like with Marvel right now, a lot of the details are missed. The care isn't there. The CGI is god awful. Um, just making decisions. The girl in um, Secret Invasion is now the most powerful character in the whole universe. Like that stuff is silly. That never would happen in. Star Wars, right? Like they would never be like this random Jedi is now the most powerful. They'd be like, no, no, let's have some respect for history. Like we're not going to just say he's better than Luke or Anakin or Obi Wan or all, any of these other people, right? You mean like Star Killer? Uh, yeah, like that. Like we're not just going. They they had the whole Modoc thing. It was like, no, nah, we're not doing that. Just for y'all, like we're going to respect history and respect like the lore. And I just feel like Lucasfilm is executing better and they have more care. Dave Filoni is better than Kevin Feige right now. I don't, you know what? I honestly don't agree with this at all. Did, I mean, we had, I would say now, yes. But if we're looking at the totality of both franchises, mm -hmm. I think Marvel Studios cares more than Lucasfilms. Because Lucasfilms still has, when did they pick them up? At the beginning of, uh, it was like 20, time? yeah, was it, it was like the project they had. I think so, because they, I want to say Rebels was one under Disney. Clone Wars wasn't under, they like finished under Disney, but it didn't start under Disney. Um, yeah, so but think, it's one of the, that. So you think trilogy. the totality of the MCU since 2008 has not been cared about, or you would say that more, more recently? I would say ever since Endgame, the care level has been extremely dropped now it's been some where you're like yes agreed. okay but the totality no totality i mean i gotta that's a, still a half you know what i mean now we put, if you think about it how many movies have, they, have the mcu put out 32 since, since endgame so oh, in but 30, how 30. many was but how so the, how many was in the first since endgame like how many has it been since endgame maybe like 10 I want to say 10 or so, and then not even count. Like, we got to count the shows too, right? If we yeah, count true. the Star Wars shows, we got to count true. the. So then it's more, so then it's more, a little bit more. I wouldn't even say half. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say half of it. It's almost half. If you count shows, like, it's almost half. If you now go, like, it's crazy to think about, but like, almost half, not, I'd say yeah. 40% of the MCU has been bad right now. So, would you also say that it's almost not fair in my opinion, because while I would say the star Wars has nothing holding it back, like people can come up with whatever story they want to, because they're not basing it off anything else. On the other hand, Marvel is trying to base some of these loosely base some of their movies and TV shows off comic books with pre-existing history already. So it's like, you're trying to, you're trying to take in something that already has, uh, previous history versus something that you can completely make up. 
when you I completely that, make up something, you have better, you know, better freedom. Who's gonna say Spencer? I think the MCU. I think Phase One through Three is twenty movies. I think, and so we'll say that twelve movies and all the shows are post. Yeah, so yeah. that's pretty much half, almost half. If we, if we, I don't know if that equals how many that's shows. A third, roughly. I think uh, there's like eight. If you shows. include the shows, then, uh, yeah, there are eight or nine shows. There'll yeah, be nine so, shows now. Right. But, but see, um, with the shows, anything the shows are like half and half because I'd say half the shows are really good or pretty good, and then half the shows are like, eh. But see, each left. of the shows Let's is trying to base it off of something else, though. Star Wars doesn't have that. They're they're just basing it off of what the first the prequels and the sequels. Some some of it, I should say. Now, and to Jordan's point, uh, with Star Wars, I think, and please correct me if this is not true. Um, I think that everything that Star Wars does is one cohesive universe, whereas the MCU is its own thing that is based on but separated from the comic book stories. Right. They're in so, a galaxy far, far away. One, yeah, like, con- one continuity. Yeah, like ev- everything in Star Wars is like cohesive, whereas the MCU has broken off things from its source material so that's one advantage that star wars has is that it has maintained one firm and cohesive universe now as far as lately um like if it let's look at the last five years um dis or uh, the mcu you know probably more misses than hits yeah in the last five years but the MCU has been around for 15 years. And so the first 10 were pretty quality stuff. There were a couple of misses in there, of course, but for the most part, the first 10 years of the MCU was mostly at least pretty okay. Range ranging from, you know, eh, not the best thing I've seen to this is a cinematic masterpiece. And, you know, one of the greatest accomplishments in film. Now, Star Wars, I think, in my opinion, Star Wars kind of has the same thing that DC has in that some of their older movies are known as masterpieces. Their newer movies, uh, a little spotty, but everything else that they do, everything else that they do is quality work. Um, Anything they do that's animated, any shows that they put out, whether live action or animation, any books that they're putting out, any any of that material, anything else that they're doing is just good stuff, pretty across the board. Very few, if any, misses when it comes to non-theatrically released movies. And so... If we are looking at percentages and we are looking at make for make, miss for miss, then I think that Star Wars probably has fewer misses than the MCU does percentage-wise. But they also have more content than MCU does. That's why I said percentage-wise. Yeah. Yeah. But recently, Star Wars has been hidden. No, go ahead. And and yeah, like, of course, like right now, there's no question about it. 
Yeah. Right. Like there, the, you, I would, I, I would be uh, impressed if somebody could argue that in the last five years that the MCU has d- been better than Star Wars has in the last, like, that would be an impressive argument to make. Um, and anybody who can do it, I offer you the challenge. But yeah, and this is coming from an MCU fan and a non necessarily Star Wars fan, uh, right? Based on what I have seen recently, uh, because I think the main things that people complain about in the Star Wars fandom are episodes one and two and episodes eight and nine, right? I feel like people don't really complain about anything else. I've heard that. You know, Book of Boba Fett wasn't spectacular, but right. our resident Star Wars expert liked it, and yep. I value nice. his opinion on and Star Wars things. Book of Boba Fett had two of the best episodes we've had. Because I mean, I literally had nothing to do with Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, I told those were just Fett. Mando episodes. <laughs> yeah, they were literally just Boba Fett's not even in here. Mando reunites with um, Baby Yoda. You know what I mean? Grogu and yeah, it had nothing to do with Boba. Um, like, but with that being the case, I think that there's nothing else that I have heard anyone say that was trash that Star Wars put out. Right. Other than episodes one and two and episodes eight and nine. Other than that, everything has either been at least pretty okay up to a masterpiece. Right. And like Looking at episodes three, four, five, six, and seven, looking at the Clone Wars, looking at Rebels, looking at all of the shows that we have already named, uh, mm-hmm. looking at the actual books that have come out, Tales of the Jedi, or like the random little yep. like side things that they've yep. you know put in there. Like I, I don't know that I would say Lucasfilm cares more, but as far as who's been putting out better and more quality stuff recently star wars is absolutely uh doing better than the mcu i would say and i would love for somebody to argue against that yeah and like and i get the comic book point but i also kind of push back because like i feel like it's almost it's harder to come up with a new story with no lore no no template you just have to come up with a brand new story who still honors the past, which we know people deeply, deeply care about, but also make a uh, story for the future that pushes the universe forward. Whereas in, in MCU, you always have a template. You always have a template. You can go away yeah, from but, that template. But you get help. You get help to that template too. No, though. you don't. No, people you can. All, people come out of that. No, you can. MCU. I mean, let's be honest. MCU fans do not care that much. Like comics wise, could care less. Most of the time, like unless you're doing a a big time story, they don't care. They don't care about the Marvels. They don't care if there's a comic run about the Marvels. They could care less, right? No, no. Ninety five percent of fans who walked into that theater have never read a Miss Marvel comic, right? Or Captain Marvel True. comic, right? So like, there's a template there, but you could you could veer off from it, and ninety five percent of fans would not know. Whereas in Star Wars. You veer off. You do something that's uh, episodes eight and nine. They veered off, made some new lore, and got murdered for it, right? Well, uh, I mean, they veered off Secret Invasion. Look what happened. True, and that's true. But that's and that's what I mean by care, though. 
Like that should have been did, a movie. They, they didn't veer off from Civil War, and look what happened. I mean, they kind of did. They veered off quite a bit, actually. But for the most part, though, the same elements were still there. I mean, yeah, the foundations. True, the foundations was there, right? And that was cared that you could tell that was cared about. Like they, they truly set up two opposing people, and it made sense. Whereas, like the stuff lately is like, all right, we're just putting stuff out. Loki, that feels cared about. Like not our own, not only just budget, but like you could tell his history. All of it is kind you know, all together. Whereas with this stuff they've been putting out lately, it's like we're introducing new characters, but we really don't even know these new characters. Like, so they're yeah. just putting them out. Uh, I, I like that we're talking about Star Wars because my next one is also Star Wars related. Um, <laughs> uh, so as we we can keep we can keep talking Star Wars, though, but so my third one is people who enjoy who say they enjoy Star Trek more than Star Wars. Or just doing it just for attention. Because mm. I've definitely met people like, oh, I don't like Star Wars. I'm a Star Trek person. I'm just like, no, you're not. Trekkie. What do they call each other? Yeah, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, stop it. The Star oh. Trek came first, but Star Wars did it better. I you know. think that Star those are those are different levels of nerd. Um and <laughs> because I don't know very many young trekkies i know a couple but yeah. not very many like most of the trekkies i know are older uh, yeah. like william shatner days right and, yeah and like a little bit of picard but mostly people that were there for the shatner mm-hmm. um stuff i i disagree just because people like what they like and so there are people who absolutely feel that way. They don't um, for attention. Okay. <laughs> they don't want to be different. They're, they're, that's all that is. Aaron. That's funny. It's a true just, hot take. Just saying, yeah, you people, yep. shut the fuck up. You're, yep. you're right. I, have, I mean, my fourth one is going to be, I am going to be the reverse <laughs> argument on my fourth one. But go ahead. <laughs> but, I, I mean, no, that's a good point. I mean, it's funny you say this because I watched a episode of uh, Star Trek Strange New Voyage or whatever that show was on Paramount. It was good. I was like, okay, I kind of see why people like this. Like, this is my first exposure to Star Trek. But I was like, oh, Star, in, in you know, space, I'll, I'll give it a try. And it has some history to it. You could definitely tell, you know, Star Wars took a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, I don't want to diminish someone's fandom. Now, I would say this. If there's somebody younger, I'm definitely going to look at you side-eye like, all right, bro. Like, really? Like, you was watching Picard? Like, you're that guy? But if it's like like Spencer said, the older generation, they was it was more of a toss-up back then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and, also, I'm, yeah, I guess I'm not talking about old people because I don't really know a lot of old people. Like yeah, because, yeah. like, back in the day, Star Trek was on TV every day. and Star Wars was, like, movies every five, six years. You know what I'm saying? So they got to really Star tap Wars, in. Yeah, Star Wars had three movies and then twenty years. Yeah, then, decade. Yeah, so. where yeah, like Star Trek was on TV every day. They had a new generation. They they, as soon as that generation left, boom, a new generation came up. They made a show for them. You know what I'm saying? So it's just one of those. That's the thing. Paramount gonna ride they <laughs> ride them IPs till they fall off. You know what I mean? So, um, so I, I respect true Star Trek fan Star Trek fans because like you got to be dedicated. And you got to learn new characters and all this new stuff. But 
I wouldn't say they're fake, but if again, if it's a new generation, all right, let me go yeah. with that then. The younger ones who say Star Trek is better than Star Wars, stop the cap. Have, have you met somebody done that? You said that once for real, and I looked at them like, stop it, stop it. Yeah, they're younger. I'm gonna look at you to the side. Now, they may be true, they may have grown up and their dad watched it. And I, I don't know, but, but like I said, uh, my fourth one is gonna be the exact. By Zach opposite argument, but go ahead, Spencer. Uh, okay. This one, I I have a feeling you will both have feelings about this one. Mm. None of the Toy Stories are top five Pixar movies to me. Whoa. None of them. None of them. Or, okay, we have to get your top five then. Okay. So, in my top five, and I'll do in no particular order right now, but right. um, Finding Nemo. Wow. You're off to a rough start. This yeah, for, yeah, you really are. Monsters, Inc. Okay. Of course, The Incredibles. I get you okay. down. This down. one is going to be a hot take, and I already know it. I do going to say Ratatouille. A Bugs Life. Oh, bro, you crazy. <laughs> Yep, I grew up on Bugs Life. I can't even hold you. I, I can't uh, say top five though. I can't. Number six, seven. Okay, and that's the thing. Like that's, I feel like that that's is the one tip, where people but... are like, "What?" Yeah, it's an underrated one. Like if you ask me, what's the most underrated of Pixar? I would probably say Bugs Life. But yeah. top, and that's is it better than Toy Story? Yeah, no, yeah, that's true. Yeah. To me, it is. Um, Wally. I give you Wally. Uh, top five. That's I me though. Five. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's what I'm saying. So, but that is wild that none yeah, of the stories is there. Um, because I yeah for, and then honestly, I think also maybe Coco. Now Coco's nice. Now again, I can, that's, yeah. that's me. I can I, talk to you about Coco and uh, what other ones did you say? That was like I, a guarantee. Uh, Finding Nemo is the one that y'all had a problem with, but not um, top five for Finding Nemo. But uh, yeah, Monsters Inc., The Incredibles, Incredibles. That was yeah, that, that that that's easy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's uh, that's me, and I know that that's a hot take because I don't know very many people who don't have two of the Toy Stories in their top five. Yeah. Yeah. And I understand that. But um, you know, y'all know that my movie orders are very That's different true. than most people in most situations. That is uh, right. So your we, favorite. We talked about it the MCU. We've talked about the Disney. F- we, yeah. Like it. My lists are not standard in most cases. You're the only person I've ever met that had Civil War as number one in the yeah. MCU rankings, which I respect because you've had that since it came out. Yeah, that's also a hot take, but like everybody knows that, right? So, exactly. Like we could talk about it, but, right? But not everybody, you know, yeah, I think everybody, disgusting. everybody who has heard me talk knows that on the permanent record, Civil <laughs> War is my number one. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, that is, I know that some people were hurt when I said that. So, of the Toy Stories, which one would be the closest to making your top five? That's a good question. Um, I'm gonna have to go with the first one. Okay, I, that's I, I a, that was my thought as well. One. Yeah, same for me. 
because that first one, I will say that third one. That one hit a, different. That one hit a little different. Did. The there's ending, some, there's the ending some shit did. in that third one. That yeah, that like, third one got Ooh. you. Yeah, yeah. That, that you got to be by one, yourself. Yeah, that third one was a heavy movie. Like, yeah, I yeah. I wasn't ready for how heavy that was gonna be. Right. But um. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I I'd, I'd say the first one, and that I think that's nostalgia more than anything else. I mean, it's a good movie, um, but as I'm sure we know, like it's not a movie that I'm gonna put on repeat for myself. Right. You know, what's crazy. Uh, just like la- la- my last thing about Pixar. So I just put up the list of Pixar films. A Bug's Life had the highest budgeting, had the highest budget for the movie. Uh, in those first like six, seven movies, almost the first ten until Ratatouille came out, but it had the biggest budget. I mean, based on what they had to do, like because they they had entire like groups of creatures yeah. that had to be able to move and and they had to make a bunch of different types of bugs and yeah, like I'm with as much as with as many living things as they had to make for a bug's life that doesn't the environment, me. yeah, yeah, bug's life's yeah. probably. One of the most underrated to me. I love Bugs Life. Yeah, and it. Um, uh, I. I don't. I don't know why it's not talked about as much. I think it uh, came out in a weird period where like Disney was killing it. You're right. It came out when Disney was still doing well. Like yeah, they were in like the golden era, and then yeah, and also when, when a Bugs came Life out came out at the same time too. That's true. Yeah, and, that's and true. I don't know why those movies were because a Bugs Life blew that movie out the fucking water. <laughs> Like, I don't it know did. why people were talking about ants, but yeah, A Bug's Life came out same time as like Mulan. Yeah, two so, D, like Mulan like, and Tarzan were in there. So yeah, two D was still killing. Yeah, two D was, was still killing. High. We weren't, and and three we D wasn't there. quite crisp exactly. like it is. Yeah, now. exactly. But A Bug's um, Life is so good, so good. So like good. uh, whenever um we had our Disney versus Pixar debate. Um, mm. whenever we were talking about villains, I was really hoping you didn't go with Hopper. Oh, yeah. Because if I had Pixar, I would have absolutely... That man was a slaver. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was a colonization. That man was a yeah, yeah. plantation owner. Yeah. yeah. He, <laughs> he made it very clear. Like, the way he explained it was like, the ants outnumber us, and if they do an uprising, it's going to be a fucking problem. Yeah. When he said that, I... That hit me. So yeah. I was seven years old, <laughs> six, and I, the, the way that hit me, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. So that movie has a special place in my heart. Same. Um, Same. But yeah, many nights. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the hot take is that uh, you know, for me, none of the Toy Stories are top five in the Pixar catalog which I know is blasphemous to some people, but that's where I am. And the Pix and and I don't I think that speaks highly of Pixar because they have a fantastic catalog. True. Well, actually Lately I think struggles. That, it's, it's all right. It's all I, right. I'll say like they there was a point where Pixar was like really good and then there's some like just okay. Right. But right. that's Honestly, that's that's where they like, yeah. There are some that are like absolutely like one hundred percent great movies, and then there are some that are just like, Y'all could y'all y'all just workshop that a little bit more. 
spend <laughs> a little more time on that because, right. and this is also on the record. I don't like any Cars movie. All of them can go. I agree. First one is solid, bro. So uh, first one is solid. All of them can go. <laughs> the first one can go, man. All Life on the highway. Come on, man. I hear you. All of them can go. I'm right there with Spencer. Um, um, other than Toy Story, I don't think that. Other than Toy Story, I don't think Pixar has any sequels worth talking about. Sequels or prequels or like any second movie, because. Monsters um, Inc. wasn't they weren't yeah, really popping Monsters, like that. Monsters University was eh. The Incredibles two wasn't bad. It just wasn't the first one. Yeah, like it's if too the, long. if the first Incredibles hadn't happened, the second Incredibles would probably be fine. Yeah, but if they had either done it sooner or you know d- d- made a better movie, I mean, I'm sorry, but, I don't hate it, but compared to the first one, it's not worth talking about. Um. True. I wasn't impressed by Finding Dory. Same. Um, I think that might be, yeah, that might be it. But yeah, like Pixar's uh, sequel record, other than Toy Story, is not spectacular. Yeah. And one hit. Honestly, after I'm trying to think after Up. I don't know that there's anything that Pixar's put out that's been. Is there anything after Up that's been like really good from Pixar? Or is, did, did you say the, Coco? Oh, yeah, Coco. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, Coco. That's the one. Um, Coco. That's that's yeah. I love Coco. I love Coco. I'm glad we mentioned Disney because now my next hot take is Disney related. Good. Oh, look at these. Look at these segments. Yeah, segues. very uh, very good segues, guys. Um, Commend you all on that. Now, this one, this is a hot take I've mentioned before, but I just want to dig deeper a little bit. I believe the Disney Channel is better than Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network. Now, I believe it goes <laughs> Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network in the last Jesus place. Christ! <laughs> ah! Cartoon Network is last in that in that regard. Now, I will say. Disney Channel Ugh, executed Brandon. executed in all areas. They gave you the Disney uh, Channel original movie, also known as DCOM. Uh, they gave you live action um, sitcoms, which created stars um, such as That's a Raven, Sweet Life, right? Even Stevens, um, you know, plenty of other shows, right? And then you say, oh, well, you know, those other sh- other channels had animation. Oh, really? Well, so does Disney Channel. Kim Possible, Phineas and Ferg, um, Proud Family, right? Uh, so many amazing movies, right? I mean, amazing shows. But then, again, the movies, they gave you a different element. They added the movies on top of that, right? Let's just talk talk about a few of them. Cheetah Girls, Halloween Town, Minutemen, heavily underrated. Um, when we're talking about amazing just sitcoms, uh, Good Luck, Charlie's Fire, but then we're talking about Brink, Johnny Tsunami, Smart House, Lemonade Mouth, Double Teamed, right? And then even today, Gravity Falls, Our House, Star Wars The Force of Evil, right? Uh, Phineas Ferg is about to come back again. But Disney Channel just gave you everything. Now, Cartoon Network is obviously niche, right? We know that. Like, it, it, that's why I 
it's very niche. Like it's literally cartoons. It's all it is, right? Um, where Nickelodeon and Disney Channel hit you with both, right? They they can satisfy two different audiences, right? They can hit you with a little bit, right? Nickelodeon can hit you with uh, Drake and Josh, and then they can hit you with Hey Arnold, right? Uh, Disney Channel, same thing. That's a Raven can hit you with a little Phineas and Ferd. And then hit you with a decon that was fire, right? I'm not even gonna mention the other ones that we know are classics for, or I want to say classic, but like extremely popular um, as far as decons. But yeah, Disney Channel just executed at a higher level, created bigger stars. It was it was just it was top tier. Um, so yeah, to me, it goes Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, and a distant third Cartoon Network. I mean, there's a reason why you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jordan, uh, go ahead. I mean, Disney Channel was for those, sounds like you had a good childhood to a nice little suburban family going on. You you (laughs) had no worries in the world. You you (laughs) sound like you had a good life. People out here that was really in the trenches, they know Nickelodeon was in, in Cartoon Network where we were at. First of all, Spencer was had a nice family. <laughs> like Spencer was a, <laughs> a very nice home. You you from so, the you from the you from the burbs. Spencer kind of from the he was he was in the hood schools. You're from the burbs. And, is he, and is he? We, we know we know that Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon is superior to Disney. People only like Disney because they think they got some uppity. Y'all some uppity brothers. Yeah, you don't really say like this. Go ahead. I, I was gonna say it. I was gonna say it, but I decided not to say it. <laughs> Almost called. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I almost said it, but I didn't. I called your brother, you know. I mean, Cartoon Network it, it introduced the world to not the world, the US to anime. You know, you got Toonami. Cartoon Network introduced so many other great shows. Nickelodeon introduced one of the greatest cartoons of all time, SpongeBob. One of the greatest cartoons, if not the greatest cartoon of all time. There's nothing on Disney Channel can compete to what SpongeBob has done for the world. Am I wrong for with saying world? that? The world, I would say the world. Mm. Name, name something greater that Disney produced better than SpongeBob. The merchandise comes from SpongeBob. The cartoon, the movies is put out. The video games is put out. How many Disney? How many Disney things got video games? I mean, sure, but I mean Disney's produced more, way more stars. That's only because the Cartoon Network and both Disney and both Nickelodeon had uh, voice actors. That's it. No, Nickelodeon had a live action. Nickelodeon yeah, had all that. Some, Nickelodeon had all this. Other, all yeah, but some, I mean, all that, all that produced you know some stars as well. But I mean, SpongeBob alone has done more for. The entire world and anything that Disney Channel put out. Mm, I disagree. But... Spencer, you're in the middle. What, what, what do you think? Um, there's a lot to look at here. Um, I uh, firmly disagree with what Brandon said. Um, but the Disney Channel original movies are a good arguing point. Because that is an area where I would say as far as movies created like straight for TV or by that channel, uh, Disney's at the top. Like, there's, that's, there's no 
There's no arguing that. And sorry, there know, wasn't people beating each other up with no domestic violence. I'm sorry, Jordan. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I was put in corny situations like, oh, I got stuffed into a locker. My life is so bad. Well, they they built those movies for their audience, right? And the, cor- the corny people. And, no, you were 13 and years old. What, what they were they? They did yeah. very well. Um, yeah. Disney Channel original movies. Like it's a situation where none of them were supposed to be good. Like they were supposed to all just be shitty movies because every they were. every single like television channel that makes their own movies, like none of them are very good. But right. Disney Channel original movies is like a lot of them were solid. Yeah. And Lucky the Irish, Mad Corny. I, I don't I can say safely that I don't think that Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon produced anything or rather didn't produce anywhere near as much as far as quality movies. I am not going to I'm not going to use Toonami as a point of argument for Cartoon Network because Cartoon Network did not produce those shows. They just Adult Swim. showed them. Adult Swim, yes. Um, Cartoon Network made some of those shows. Just like I'm not going to use Nick at Night as a point for right. Nickelodeon because those okay, are that's fair. those are old shows that yeah. you know were borrowed, and so yeah. Cartoon Network borrowed a lot of stuff, and so I'm not going to use any of the borrowed things to argue in favor because those could have been shown anywhere. Like Thanks. if Disney had, if Disney wasn't so fucking rich that they didn't have to, you know, uh, because. One thing about Disney Channel is they had so much money, they didn't pay for commercials. All their commercials were Disney-related. Yes. Like, so then what about my SpongeBob comment? I'm, I'm going to get to that. Okay. Um. Now, I think that, of course, you know, my number one is Nickelodeon. Now, as far as arguing for live action, um, you could probably make an argument that as far as quantity, Disney may have had more good live action shows, but um, because of the Disney shows um, that were worth talking about. We have Even Stevens, we have Lizzie McGuire, we have That's So Raven, we have I'll Give You Hannah Montana, mm-hmm. we have uh, Good Luck Charlie, Slack and Cody, we have Good yeah. Luck Charlie, live action. Um, for Nickelodeon, uh, we have all that and everything that came out of all that. So we have all that. We have the Amanda Show. We have Drake and Josh. We have iCarly. Uh, we have Victorious. We have Zoe 101. Ned's Declassified didn't come out of all that, but Ned's Declassified is worth talking about. Um, Zoe 101 was worth talking about. True Jackson VP was worth talking about. Um so Nickelodeon had a very solid lineup of live action shows uh, for, you know, the young teen block. So right. I would say they're roughly even in that regard. Now, in my opinion, Nickelodeon has two of the greatest cartoons ever made. That is SpongeBob SquarePants and that is Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't even mention Avatar last. Yeah, you're right. There is nothing Disney has that holds <laughs> a like. There is nothing Disney can do about either of those. Right. Um, 
there are not like nickel or i'm sorry disney channel's animation catalog is not very strong as far as quantity goes because quantity they, yeah yeah they have kim possible they have the proud family they have phineas and ferb but animated wa- oh, gravity falls yeah uh as far as animation a lot more misses um yeah we'll give you that our house right. was good yeah, Brandy and Mr. Whiskers. Uh The Emperor's New School, Dave the Barbarian. Um, like their their animated catalog is not stellar, but True. they they do have um a couple of hits. Nickelodeon's animated catalog is um, you know, straight fire. And Nickelodeon, you know, they came up with all of those. There are a lot of people who would put SpongeBob in the goat conversation. There are a lot of people who would put Rugrats in the goat conversation. There are a lot of people who would put the Fairly Odd Parents in there. Some people would go as far as to talk about the Wild Thornberries. Um, Invader Zim was a sleeper that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you had Ren and Stimpy. You had Rocco's Modern Life. You had All Real Monsters. You had Cat Dog. Um, like Rocket Power. Rocket Power. Yeah. Uh, Kablam even. Hey Arnold. Hey yeah. Arnold is in the GOAT conversation. Sure. And so I think that I don't want you to be under the impression that I don't think that Disney had some quality stuff. But I Disney has a lot going on. And if we're looking at the totality, like one thing that Disney does well is movies. There's no arguing that. Um, but as far as what was on the channel... Disney's third place. Um, no way. No. Yes. Look at um, no. the content that they produced because I've I just spent you know this whole time talking about uh, Nickelodeon being straight fire, and so now we probably need to talk about Cartoon Network. Um. So I would say there's a lot of car- there's a lot also on. Car- I would also argue that Cartoon Network's cartoon shows are better than a lot of. Uh, they produce more or better content than. than I'll give you. I will give you cartoons. Cartoons, obviously, we know the other two will oh, yeah. take that spot. But yeah. I think there's a larger gap in the other two spots in live action TV shows and, and in the movies. That's why I think Nickelodeon is number one because Nickelodeon covers all of it. Like Nickelodeon has something in all of the categories, and Nickelodeon has a pretty good amount in every category that are worth talking mm, about movies they had a lot of bad ones had a lot yes. of bad movies. and that's why i'm saying like disney wins as far as movies goes right. um like disney channel original movies they're i mean they're they're if movies is a category they they win that um but i think that's the only category that i think they got them in live action shows i think I it's disagree. closer i think because like Jack's like um they have so many shows like uh the Ant House, I think, solid. Like Good Luck Charlie. They had um the show that came from Camp Rock. Um they have the Jonas Brothers show. Like they have a bunch of different shows that were solid, right? Lizzie McGuire. I don't even mention Lizzie McGuire, like another classic. You know what I'm saying? Um like famous Jet Jackson, you know what I mean? Like 
Goosebumps. You know, it's a bunch of hitters. And then animation, Disney XD hits you with a few Spider-Man, spectacular Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Like, hit you with a few different things that was like, okay. You know what I mean? Now, again, they're not hanging in the in the cartoon category. I fully understand that. Cartoon Network has some bangers. Obviously, Adult Swim is heavily carrying it. Um, I but... wouldn't even say that. Uh, Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network's like first set of shows were really good. So uh, your 90s stuff, your Powerpuff Girls, your Dexter's Laboratory, your Ed and Eddie, your Courage the Cowardly Dog. Like that was that was quality stuff. And Cartoon Network also had some shows that you don't think about. Because I know that for me, a lot of what, a, a lot of how Cartoon Network ends up above Disney is the fact that Cartoon Network had Teen Titans, Cartoon Network had Young Justice, mm-hmm. um, Cartoon Network yeah. also has the Adult Swim shows. So Cartoon Network has the Boondocks. And. You know, you can't give Futurama to Cartoon Network. You can't give Family Guy. You can't give King of the Hill. Like, those are shows right. that don't belong to Cartoon Network. But Adventure Aqu- Time. Aqua Teen Hunger Force was a good time. Um, Steven Universe, as far as, like, the new stuff. Um, Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack was fire. Uh, I enjoyed Foster's Home. We haven't even talked about Kids Next Door yet. Chowder was good. So... I think that we could go all day long about individual shows that were good. Mm. And I think that if we did a list of individual items that were good, then Disney's going to do very well in the live action movies category. Um, I'd say that there's a, they're far and ahead in movies um, because I don't know that the movie's corny though. I don't know that the Nickelodeon channel, the Cartoon Network channel produced anywhere near as many quality movies as Disney channel did. They, those are corny too. But a lot of the, fuck, and that's a lot of them uh, cartoons from Cartoon Network was corny too, but they, they nah. worked. What? Nah, they weren't corny. And then Eddie, bro, you go back and watch some of the bro, stupid that's, ass jokes. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Bruh. Come on, bro. <laughs> that stuff was silly, goofy, slashed yeah. humor. And that's the thing. Like that was every, perfect. all all the channels had some bullshit on them. Right, it did. Um it, I mean that's the Johnny Bravo. That's the on, case bro. for all of them. Like Johnny Bravo was ridiculous. Um fucking cow and chicken. Yeah, like uh I am weasel. Like they they were ridiculous, but you know, they were you know, you know, there and not bad. Um but yeah, Cartoon Network has some quality stuff, but of course my argument is and will always be that Nickelodeon is at the top. Nickelodeon had the most range and versatility and quality stuff that they were putting out. And Nickelodeon, I feel like, had just the longest list of hitters. I mean, I agree. I mean... Just so we can move on, we may have to have an episode where we all represent each. Because I mean, well, and we did that. Did we we I'm had, sorry, did we do that's that? True. Yeah, we did. We had it for certain categories. And... Well, we might have a have a judge, somebody. Yeah, because because I, I I always feel like I'm coming from that job. Because let's be honest, in our demographic, all guys, ninety nine point nine nine percent are just going to be like, 
I liked Ed and Eddie. <laughs> and they're going to vote for Cartoon Network. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Like, <laughs> Jordan didn't do the greatest job representing Cartoon Network. Um, yeah. I don't remember that. Because <laughs> um, you got to remember, uh, Cartoon Network is also how we got Clone Wars. That's yep. true. That's true. Started yeah, there. That's, that's a Cartoon Network show. And that's a masterpiece. It is. Very much is. Yeah. Um, and then again, Cartoon Network has DC lockdown. Unfortunately. Yeah. Can't take that away from uh, that's that's cool. For, that's that's good shit. For the <laughs> sake of time, for the sake of time, should we should we keep going or should we call it? Yeah, let's call it. Let's do one more. Okay. So everybody let's get one, do one more. more. Yeah. Okay. Um, in that case, I will just go with this one. Um, I will say the Pokemon generations are getting worse and worse, and then the games are getting boring. Um, mm. I don't I know if this one on that. Yeah. So I mean, for those who know, like I feel like each generation, the designs, uh, in my opinion, keep getting worse and worse. You get, let's say, out of a hundred of them, I would give you like twenty of them are really good designs. The other ones are pretty lazy. And then also the games have been the same, you know, since Pokemon, you know, red and blue, they've upgraded graphics. They've added a few new, a uh, few new mechanics, but there's no reason that Nintendo and the Pokemon company are bringing in this much money for them not to include voice actors in Pokemon games. Like there's no reason we're still having to read and have these <laughs> silent ass characters for a game that's called 60, $70 on a system that we know can include voice actors. Like, there's no reason. Pokemon is the highest grossing franchise of all time. There is no reason that we do not have characters who cannot talk in Pokemon games. And yeah. Yeah. That's a, you make a good point. Because I definitely remember the boxes. You'd be like, God, duh. Like, yeah, they, they've never stopped that. They've never stopped that. On, on spinoff games, still doing the same thing. So it's crazy. I wonder it's crazy. if it's a stylistic choice, but even still, it, yeah, yeah like it just I, doesn't make sense. I assume that's for nostalgia, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So that's that, one. that one, that one's mine. That one, that one is mine. I'll, I'll have to, you know, refer to Roy as far as the gen generations getting worse or not. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it one day. Spencer, what yeah. you got? Um, I've said this on the permanent record, so. I, but I think it's my hottest MCU take. Okay. Um, I like Black Panther 2 better than Black Panther 1. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this. Yeah, that's uh, I, I think that's my hottest MCU take. I have a few hot takes with the MCU, but um, I think that's Shang, the hottest Shang-Chi one. Shang-Chi or Black Panther? No. Fuck out of here, boy. <laughs> that's, wow. not on my, that's not on my list, though. I didn't even think about it until just, Spencer just said that. But yeah, we know that, that's a, that is a hot yours. take, but um, yeah, no, that's a known me, one. yeah, uh, for me, that's uh, that's the situation. Um, I, I think that you know, as far as like cultural impact, of course, the first one is like one of the most important movies, right? Um, but as far as the movies themselves and Honestly, what the second movie was forced to do mm-hmm. under the circumstances, like I was 
highly impressed by what they were able to put together under the circumstances. And we know that that was a pivot. Like that was not anywhere in the plan. Like they, this, this was not the movie that they wanted to make, but what they were forced to do and what they had to do, you know, under the unfortunate circumstances was, um, impressive to me i have already said that i think that uh that movie gives us the best mcu villain in my opinion uh we've already talked about that he is a fucking problem yeah Yeah. (laughs) i just love saying it um you know we got excellent performances there were some like what the fuck are we doing moments right uh like y'all gonna attack the water people in the water (laughs) right i thought that was the and not just the water people the superhuman water people yeah they're gonna go to the water and attack them right that's that's what you think was a good idea you just this man destroyed your whole shit on land yeah in like five minutes but y'all gonna y'all gonna go to the water right where you know for a fact he is more of a pro oh oh, all right Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, Okoye g- got her ass beat on sure. land, and y'all gonna go to the water? <laughs> like again, that that was. I know the movie needed to happen, but right. as far as like dumb decisions made in movies, that's one where I'm like, I I think we could have workshopped that plan a little longer. I agree. Uh, the only thing is, I'm sure it took them by surprise because they were like, surely they wouldn't do that. Right, yeah. But um, Shuri's original plan of like taking him to the desert and like, you know, drying his ass out. Yeah, great plan. Uh, I, I like that that happened and all that. But um, anyway, yeah. What this movie had to do and what it was able to do, the performances that we got from everybody, um, the fact that they were still able to make this movie really good, interesting, and compelling while addressing the real-life stuff that happened, and then also tying that into the movie with Black women having to take over and lead with the death or disappearance of the Black men, um, the cultural relevance on both sides... Yeah, I just I think that it was very well done. And I know that a lot of people don't. I know that there are a lot of people who outright don't like this movie. And there are far fewer people that think that this movie is better than the first one. But, um, you know, that's where I stand on it. And I again, I have I have some MCU hot takes, but I think this is the hottest one for the MCU. I respect it. I respect it. I don't agree, but I do respect it. And I mean, you make good points on it. But, um, all right, my last one. This one you two may not know as much about, but who knows? Um, this is for this is for like the Davids of the world. This is for Darth Davids and other people out there. I believe that Bad Batch, the animated series, is better. Than Clone Wars and Rebels. Oh, yes. Hmm. 
I would say uh, I got no dog in this fight. So you gotta explain that one a little bit. Uh, based on what I have heard, mm-hmm. that is a hot take. It is probably my hottest Star Wars take. Who who um, I want to hear, who I know we're gonna see in the Facebook is Larry. Yeah. I oh, know yeah. for a fact Larry Larry gonna have something to say about that. Oh, absolutely. And I and I want all the smoke, Larry. Just so you know. Uh but yeah, I now this is from a person who's coming from a different Star Wars perspective. I, we've kind of already broke down the casual versus the non-casual, the the lights the person who's here for just the lightsabers, you know. And the person who's targeted every time you say that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not coming for you. There's way more people who are into bro. I've learned more like watching YouTube or the current Star Wars. Like it's people who are like deeply, deeply obsessed with Star Wars and they care way more about the force and Jedi's and all that stuff, way more than anything else. Well, I lean more towards the other way. I care about uh the other stuff. So for those who don't know quickly you want the politics. I like the politics. I like the, the 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 I like the breaking down almost the before the the rebellion. So like for those who don't know, Bad Batch starts out with uh, a group of clones who are given the order order 66 right they're given the order to uh murder any jedi right all many any and all jedi but these particular uh bat um clones are a bad batch like they're they're uh wiring and the chip in their head doesn't work correctly and so they actually like feel and like oh no this is not something i should be doing and so then from that point on they're kind of on the run and they're also helping out other clones out there. And they're they're going on this full journey that doesn't have anything to do with having force powers, doesn't have anything to do with relying on the Jedi, right? Yeah, they, they didn't want to execute the Jedi, but they're living their own lives. And it was just cool to see. I, I, again, I love a good lightsaber battle. But this kind of, it, it made you fall in love with characters who had no super lore it made you fall on characters who were just like day-to-day people, tech, Omega, you know, Hunter, uh, record. Like these are just great characters. And you know me, I love an ensemble. I love a team. And, uh, they gave you that. And like, no one was more important than the other person. Whereas Clone Wars, it's clear. This show is about Anakin and Ahsoka, right? And Rebels, it's about Ezra. It's a team, but it's about Ezra and Kanan. And, and, uh, and you get a little sprinkle of other people, but it's about Ezra. And so, yeah, to me, I just enjoyed Bad Batch more, and I think it executed what Star Wars is a little bit more. Whereas the other shows, they kind of built off movies. Rebels did a good job of kind of being on its own, and now they're using it for live action. But Clone Wars was just a, you know, obviously a, just a continuation of the movies. Um, but yeah, to me, Bad Batch is just better, and I, and it's extremely underrated. You don't really hear people talk about Bad Batch, but to me, it's top tier, top tier television. That's true. Um, no. As far as n- people not talking about it, I'm not able to right. speak on anything else. Right. But, um, as far as people not talking about Bad Batch, I don't hear people talk about it very yeah. much. And because of that is why I feel like people are going to have feelings about what you have said today. Absolutely. I think yeah. my, my and or take, I think it's the best show of any Star Wars shows. I think it's top three things anything star wars ever came out with it's slowly becoming more of a you know when you say a hot take and then it slowly becomes just like my hot take about uh captain america trilogy being better than the dark knight trilogy that was crazy at first 
Then these people start slowly people coming start around and like, oh, you know. Yeah, they start breaking down a little bit and they're like, oh. Because so, that's one of those, like, you have a knee jerk and then you think about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it, I feel like this is a take. I don't know. I I, this take, I don't think will slowly get people, but I do think my Android take is now starting to come across. So we'll see. Let's see. So for the last one, let's do this so we can leave people with uh, something to talk about. You know, maybe get mm-hmm. at us in the Facebook group. Um, let's say our last take, but with no explanation. So we'll just throw mm. it out there and let people, okay. you know, let people pick it apart. Okay. I like um, that. I like it. So mine is Digimon is better than Pokemon. And I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. Uh stuff. I definitely want an explanation. I like it. I like it. Okay. Okay. Um this one uh is Again, it's on the permanent record. We've already talked about it. Um, ben Affleck is the best live action Batman. That was literally one of my high takes. I didn't. I'm not going to use it, but that was literally on my list. Huh, okay, what is going to lead the people? Hmm. Okay. Anime is the gateway drug for nerds. We'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. So people you've heard it here all our hot takes let us know how you feel about any of them the best way is facebook let's 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 the best way is facebook group the league of mental age gentlemen but you know you're feel free to hit us up on twitter you can dm us on twitter dm us it's on not Instagram. twitter anymore it's, x it's whatever tw- they call it it's twitter yes yeah, it's, 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 yeah, yeah it's you no know, sliding the dms you know let us know what you think leave a comment on youtube let us know what you think um, but yeah, let us know there, and uh, that's it. So, we'll never duplicate it, always appreciate it, and forever melanated. Mm-hmm.